Welcome back to the Citizens Defending Freedom Show. Thank you for tuning in to our first episode of the year. Coming up today, we will discuss a program called 287G and how it impacts your county. All of that and more is ahead on today's show, but first, before we get started, head to our website, citizensdefendingfreedom.com, and hit the subscribe button to make sure you don't miss out on any of our content. The Illegal Immigration Reform and Immigrant Responsibility Act of 1996 added Section 287G to the Immigration and Nationality Act, which permits the delegation of certain immigration enforcement functions to state and local law enforcement agencies. Recently, Montgomery County, Texas Sheriff Rand Henderson discussed the 287G program with Citizens Defending Freedom in the importance of a secure border to national sovereignty, the rule of law, and prevention of criminal activity associated with a lack of border security and enforcement. In 1996, the Illegal Immigration Reform and Immigrant Responsibility Act added Section 287G signed into law by Bill Clinton. Then, in 2017, Trump signed an executive order that expands the program. Fast forward to January 2020, Joe Biden takes office and says he will now limit 287G. In June 2022, Ron DeSantis held a press conference in Pensacola saying he will require Florida jail operators, mostly sheriffs, to join the 287G program, despite Joe Biden not allowing any new 287G agreements. Interesting to note that Escambia County, where DeSantis had the press conference, is not currently enrolled in 287G. In February 2023, Texas Rep. Mike Cloud of Nueces County introduced a bill requiring ICE to approve the applications for new 287G agreements. The bill has not made it out of committee. Joining us today is our Director of Legal Operations, Jonathan Houlihan. Jonathan, what does the program 287G serve to do? The 287G program is part of a package signed by Congress in 1996 that enabled local and state law enforcement officials to uh, help uh, you know work through the immigration system and uh, initiate removal uh, removal proceedings for illegal aliens in the country whether they're uh, arrested for an unrelated criminal matter uh, it allows it's a force multiplier for the federal government ice uh, department of homeland security to remove illegal aliens that have committed criminal acts, and they've been caught up in the system. Why did Congress create the program? Well, because it's, if you think about the scope of the federal government, um, you really need boots on the ground, you need eyes on the ground all over the United States. So ICE, Department of Homeland Security, Customs and Border Patrol, um, they're not in those state jails. They're not in those, you know, processing low-level crimes. That's a state function. That's a county function. So that initial first contact is coming from the state officials. So if they're catching criminals that have violated state criminal law, that allows the the state officials to uh, check the database, check their immigration status, and if they've uh, they either already have a detainer or it makes them eligible for a detainer, depending on the crime they committed, uh, it's a force multiplier. What has Biden said about this program and are applications currently being accepted? No, as in fact, they have to re- provide a report to Congress in the latest fiscal year 22 report that was released uh, sometime last year in 23. They have no plans to expand the program, no plans to approve uh, future applications, and they've actually canceled some of the uh, agreements that are already in place with local and state uh, law enforcement agencies. 
Is it important for counties to apply even though the Biden administration is not approving applications for one day if there is a change in administration? Yeah, I think it's extremely important because, um, I mean, look, you have record numbers of um, illegal immigration. You have record numbers of, uh, you know, terrorists that have come across the border, known terrorists. You have record numbers of gotaways. So it's important for the states, the counties to do everything they can within the law, within the system uh, to apply for these currently on the books programs that Congress has enacted. And if the Biden administration or, or the executive branch doesn't approve them, um, it kind of highlights, number one, it highlights the issue, it highlights the failures. But from the county level, if we get these programs going um, and a new administration comes in in 24 uh, and they do want to enforce the law, they do want to look at this immigration issue and make sure that there's not violent illegal aliens or, or other criminal illegal aliens um, operating within the United States, it kind of sets the... the a battlefield. It sets the tone. It sets the ground uh, for 2024. So things are already in place. So I think it's extremely important to continue to push those uh, at the county level, at whether it's your sheriff um, or your other law enforcement agency, the state law enforcement agency. And if things change, uh, at least it highlights the issue. Um, or if things change in 24 with the new executive branch, a new uh, secretary of department of Homeland Security, new leadership within ICE, um, those relationships are, have already, at least at the state level, at the law enforcement level, that work has already been done. Is there anything Governor Abbott could do for this program? Yeah, if you look at uh, Senate Bill 4 and you look at the Operation Lone Star program that, we've, that Governor Abbott's done in Texas, uh, it, it actually complements, in a lot of ways, the 287G program because uh, under Senate Bill 4, uh, when uh, the folks across the border, they come in and they're, they're cited with trespass. Um, so right off the bat, they have a violation of state law on the record. It could, in certain circumstances, complement the 287G program, where it enables uh, those folks uh, have, that have a crime on the record to be subject to deportation if they haven't already self-deported or, or whatnot uh, under Senate Bill 4 or, or have not already uh, gone to the port of entry or claimed asylum. So it really enables uh, this program in the future to identify um, folks that may be subject to deportation. Um, also with Operation Lone Star, I think it's extremely important in just in general states that have problems with this, the mass of illegal aliens coming over the border. Um, it really highlights more failures of the federal government where it's one of their prime responsibilities to protect our nation's borders and when you have states stepping in and trying to fill that gap, um, and then you have duly enacted, duly enacted bipartisan legislation, like with the 287G program uh, that was enacted you know, with a bipartisan by Congress in 1996, and you don't have the executive branch following the law, you don't have the executive branch uh, using the programs that are already in the books, enforcing the law that is already in the books, it just highlights the failures, uh, but the states have no other choice but to act. So. Uh, I think it's it's helpful for Governor Abbott in that regard in all states that have, have problems like this that are seeking to enforce, uh, we don't want to say enforce immigration law, but more uh, protect the sovereignty of their border, protect the lives, liberty, and property of citizens within their states. What can citizens do? Uh, you know, we can't just sit on our heels and wait for a change in administration. Whatever we can do at the county level, 
your local governance, whether it's, it's making uh, local governance aware, your sheriff, your local law enforcement should be aware of these programs. Uh, if they're not a participant in the programs, they're at least aware of it. And citizens need to go ask their sheriffs, you know, why aren't you part of this program? Why haven't you applied for this program? Uh, whether it's the jail, the jail model or the warrant model, uh, there's two different models within the 287G. We need to highlight these issues at our local level and be prepared um, for our, our citizens to uh, push those government officials uh, to deport illegal aliens that have committed crimes in this country. I mean, by definition, unless they've uh, been granted asylum, they've committed a crime. But there's there's a lot. Not all of the of the people that cross the border have good intentions. Uh, like I said, there's been record numbers of uh, folks on the terrorist watch list that have been captured. Many, many gotaways. You obviously have transnational criminal organizations working within these networks. So they're not all good folks. There's a lot of criminal elements in there. And whatever we can do to protect our citizens and, and protect our sovereignty, we have to do it. And that includes this 287G program. Thank you, Jonathan. Now we have Stephanie Holderfield, Executive Director of Harris County Citizens Defending Freedom, to explain to us how this has impacted her county at the local level. Stephanie, how crowded are Harris County jails? Well, they're so crowded that they're kind of stacking individuals on top of each other. Um, they're over capacity in ways that no one would ever imagine. Um, and, and actually, it's an inhumane. Um, and the level of the criminals is at a point that we've never seen before. Um, they're very nefarious, they're dangerous, uh, and they're causing um, a lot of harm and they're, they're actually hurting our jailers. And so the, the security is on high alert um, for, you know, every shift and the, you know, the individuals, the, you know, the jailers that are working the jails um, have to have extra security put in place um, because they're, they're just outnumbering uh, the, the sheriff's department and the jailers that are um, on duty to protect them. What roles do the Department of Homeland Security and the Department of Justice play in the utilization of the biometric system? So this is a automated biometric identification system. It's called the IDENT. And um, the integrated automated uh, fingerprint system um, uh, 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 collaborates with um, the, um, uh, the two systems, the inoperability system, interoperability system, in identifying individuals that have been arrested um, in other countries. And so uh, oftentimes when individuals are have been um, arrested incarcerated individual you know how do you, how does that happen that we know that there are illegal aliens or that they have committed crimes in other countries where they've come from well it's the fingerprinting system um, that's been uh, created through Department of Homeland Security and the Department of Justice and what happens is it'll ping that system and it notifies the jail where they the individual has been arrested um, and identifies them as an individual that has created, um, you know, chaos in another country. They've, um, you know, committed a heinous crime, possibly. They've murdered people um, uh, or, uh, you know, any, any atrocity that has occurred in another country. Um, typically, there's, um, you know, a warrant out for their arrest, and that system is utilized in order to identify who those individuals are. What does the Harris County Sheriff say about 287G? 
Well, the Harris County um, Sheriff campaigned on removing 287G. And in 2017, he made good on that campaign promise, and he removed the 287G program, um, which is just a, it's a safety program for the citizens of Harris County. Um, and therefore, it has created the overcrowding. Um, but Harris County has another unique in, uh, issue. They have um, a quick um, bond system. So they're released back out into the community very quickly because of our uh, consent decree regarding our bonding systems. So rather than uh, determining whether or not that individual has created or caused a crime, murdered someone in another country, um, they're not using it to ping that person and then turning them over to ICE. And ICE is the the um, federal um, uh, agency that has the ability to take that person into custody. Um, they can put them in a federal prison um, or they can deport them. It's up to ICE to make that decision. And that option has really been removed when the, um, the, um, uh, the uh, memorandum of agreement was quashed by the particular um, current Sheriff uh, Gonzalez in Harris County. Can you explain to us the success that Montgomery County Sheriff Rand Henderson has seen in this program? It has um, actually captured individuals that come from Harris County into um, Montgomery County uh, when they when they are arrested. And again, I want to make sure that I point out that no sheriff deputy is is looking for anyone when a crime occurs and that individual and i'll call them the illegal alien has been arrested um, and they are fingerprinted um, basically when they're booked in the jail system um, then through montgomery county's successful process they are able to work with their attache basically their representative from uh, the department uh, uh, of homeland security from ice um, and then they collaborate um, uh, to make a decision as to whether or not they turn them over to the federal government or, you know, a process that can um, uh, come together utilizing the program uh, with better success um, and then thereby reducing the number of individuals that are being held in the Montgomery County Jail. Thank you, Stephanie. As you heard from both Jonathan Houlihan and Stephanie Holderfield, 287G is a program that should be utilized and hopefully will be reinstated by future administrations. Before we go, we want to leave you with our inspirational Bible verse of the week. This week's verse is Psalms 27, 4. One thing I ask from the Lord, this only do I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze on the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. As you can see, Citizens Defending Freedom is doing important work. Help us today in our fight to protect children, help ensure election integrity, and encourage pastors to get engaged. Please visit citizensdefendingfreedom.com where you can learn more about our organization and generously contribute to our cause. Have a great day and make sure to like us on social media and tell your friends about the great things we're doing. God bless. <laughs>